What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you need help getting sober, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. If you're looking for treatment resources, if you need a recovery coach, if you're looking for free resources local to you, you can contact me for uh, any any of those reasons, and I will help you find something. What I want to talk about today is utilizing this one tool can really be helpful in relapse prevention. And what that is, this one little tool, this one little exercise can be very helpful. And it is writing down your why, remembering why we get sober, remembering all the painful times that addiction brings and the the catalyst for really why we get sober to begin with, right? Um, the only reason why we get sober is because clearly the, the fun has run out. Um, we're well past the experimental phase and we have suffered some type of consequences one way or another. And a lot of times what ends up happening is we get sober and we go through these cycles where maybe we get together a week, we get a month, we get a few months, whatever the case may be, and we relapse. We go back to uh, using, we go back to drinking, we go back to whatever it is that we're, that we're addicted to. And we end up in this cycle and it gets pretty hopeless. It gets pretty, uh, it, it gets pretty dark because we feel like we're never going to get out of the pits of despair, so to speak. Right. And a lot of times the reason why this happens is because we lose the fear that comes with getting sober in the first place. The only reason why we get sober is because there's some type of fear. The, the fear of staying the same becomes greater than the fear of change. And it takes a lot to get to that point because we have a very strong pain threshold. If you remember, when we first started using, it solved some type of problem for us, right? And maybe we didn't even know that it was solving some type of problem, but it was the solution to something. It, fixed, it, it was fixing our boredom. It um, helped cover up some trauma. It prevented us from thinking about things that we didn't want to think about. Um, it, it allowed us to relax or to feel a part of because we didn't have anxiety or, and we felt like we fit in with our peers, whatever the case may be. I mean, there's so many different reasons for why we use, but essentially what was happening is it solved some type of problem and, and it provided using provided a solution for us. So, that becomes hardwired in our mind and it becomes very difficult to separate that from the truth. And the truth is for people like you and I, we cannot drink or we cannot use safely. Uh, moderation doesn't exist. Maybe you don't use on a daily basis and maybe you don't use necessarily on a scheduled timeline, right? You could be a daily user or you can use every once in a while and go in binges, but the point, uh, the point of the, the whole thing is that once we use, we cannot stop. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, we become obsessed. The phenomenon of craving takes over, and we become someone that we're not supposed to be and that we never envisioned for ourselves. So here's the thing. It, it takes a little bit to start to build up the evidence that clearly this is a problem right? We go through our teen years and maybe the consequences don't build up that quickly. Maybe you don't see 
uh, trouble in your using right away. But at some point, little subtle things start to happen that clearly indicate that something is going on. Maybe I do have a problem. Maybe this is getting a little out of control. Maybe I need to taper back my drinking or my using a little bit. And we come up with these scenarios of, well, I'll only drink on, on f uh, the weekends or I'll only, I'll only use during certain times of the day or I'll switch from vodka to wine. And we come up with all these bullshit excuses and ways to justify our using and it never works out. It just doesn't pan out. And it's a heavy dose of denial that we're living in. And again, we need to feel the pain and the uh, anguish pretty much of breaking those promises to self. It's not necessarily the consequences of legal troubles or losing your job or being in financial ruin, but it is the emotional bottom of having your spirit broken. This is what brings us into recovery. You know what I mean? Those other things might be going on. And I know that was certainly the case for me. I was in a shit ton of legal trouble. Um, I was completely broke. I was on the verge of homelessness. I mean, I, I really didn't even have a roof over my head for, for too much longer. Um, I became an individual that I was never supposed to be. I couldn't even look at you in the face. I couldn't stare at anybody in the eyes. And my spirit was broken, though. That was, the, that was my real bottom. When I got to that dark place, I knew that I, I needed to do something different. And I really didn't have a strong belief of that, that I'd be able to get sober. I had no fucking clue how I was going to get sober. It was a foreign concept to me because I started using at the age of nine. The first time I smoked weed, I was nine years old and I fell in love with it pretty much right away. And by the time I was 11, it became as close to a daily thing as it, as it really could, right? So by the time I was 20, um, I suffered a lot of pain in those years and it took every single thing that happened to me to get me to the breaking point of that moment when I was 20 years old on the verge of homelessness with a needle in my arm. And I realized like there needs to be a different way of life. You know what I mean? And, and from the outside looking in, it becomes obvious, you know, people who don't struggle with addiction, they're like, yeah, no shit. Like clearly uh, it was obvious a long time before that, that it was a problem. But for people like you and I, the, those consequences aren't enough a lot of time a lot of times, right? We have a very strong pain threshold. So the point I'm getting at is towards the end of our using, when the lights come on and we realize, man, I gotta do something different, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of healthy fear about our addiction. There's a lot of healthy pain that is so fresh and so obvious that it becomes, then it becomes an option to make a change, even though that can be really scary too. Sobriety is fucking scary. When you're first trying to get sober and you've never had experience getting sober before, it is scary because it's like parting ways with your best friend. You know what I mean? And we hang on to old concepts for a while of, hey, this works for me. This is a solution, right? It takes over our, our reward center in our brain and, and it feeds us this, uh, this idea of, hey, I'm going to be here for you forever. And uh, we have to get to that point where we're willing to break away from that ideology. Um, 
so when we're first getting sober, that fear is very obvious. The fear, the consequences of our using the pain is very, very fresh. And we have a strong why. Otherwise, we wouldn't get sober to begin with. You know what I mean? It wouldn't ever become an idea in our head. Um, we need to remember those painful times. We need to remember the last high, not the first. Because what happens is, as we get further into recovery, it's natural for that fear to slowly dissipate. Slowly but surely, we become a little less fearful. We become more comfortable. Um, not necessarily meaning that sobriety is more, is more comforting, but we just lose that, that, that gift of desperation. That gift of desperation is a fucking magical gift because when you are desperate to make changes, you will do whatever you need to do in order to um, change the way that, that you're living, right? So as we get further into recovery, a lot of people lose that gift of desperation and we start to take a little bit more risk. We start to become a little bit more lax. Maybe you're not going to as many meetings. Maybe you're not, um, you know, you're starting to hang out with old toxic friends, right? Maybe you're going to the bar on the weekends just to see who's hanging around or, or you're just testing yourself and, and you're putting yourself in these positions that are not healthy. And it's because that fear wears off really quickly. And we start to take a little bit more risk that is completely unnecessary, you know? So a lot of times when we have these cravings of, oh, maybe I'll just have one, or maybe using this time won't be as bad as it was last time. We're ba we're, we are basically bullshitting ourselves. <laughs> it's, it never goes backwards. It never goes back to how it was in the beginning. It only progresses. It only gets worse. So we need to remember our why. And a way to, to do this and, and um, you know, is writing yourself a letter and writing all of the reasons why you wanted to get sober to begin with. And, and you know, you don't have to be freshly, uh, newly sober to, to do this, right? You could have a year clean and, and this exercise can be very helpful. But if you are new to recovery, it should be very, very clear to you um, in your present moment why it is that you want to get clean. Not just the reasons why you want to get sober, but why are you leaving your addiction behind? Like, remember how painful all of the, all of the fear and the pain and the anguish that comes with addiction. And we need to remember this because this is going to be enough. Sometimes we're going to have to draw from a place in our mind to keep us away from that next drink, to keep us away from that next drug. Sometimes it becomes really enticing. The idea of relapse can um, overtake us sometimes, and all of a sudden it doesn't seem like a big deal. Or we're in an environment that it looks attractive, right? We're in a social situation, and our peer group um, puts us in an unhealthy spot. Well, really, it, it, we put ourselves in an unhealthy spot. It has nothing to do with our friend group. If you're hanging around people that are drinking, it's your fault, you know, straight up. So remembering your why remembering the reasons why you wanted to get sober to begin with will really go a long way and it keeps it fresh. And another reason, this kind of coincides with journaling. I talk about journaling sometimes and it's really cool to look back. And the reason why journaling is helpful is because one, it's a way to track progress, you know, 
And also it's really cool to look back at times that maybe you forgot about and, and to look back and see exactly what your mindset was like in that moment. And you're able to see the progress or the regression, right? Maybe it was, it was a better time in your life um, if you're looking back on the past, but you're able to measure where you were at at certain times of your life and what was going on. So um, this is a little bit of a sidetrack here, but journaling can also be really helpful. Journaling your ideas, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings on a daily basis. And it kind of coincides with remembering your why in the sense of you're able to look back and keep things fresh, you know? So um, I hope that this is helpful for you. And remember, you cannot fix any problem if you don't have a strong enough why, because eventually you're just not gonna wanna continue on. For an ex you know, example, all successful people have a very definite strong why. Like when you look at successful people like Michael Jordan, right? The best of this craft, uh, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, uh, Tiger Woods, Elon Musk, all these people, uh, you know, whether it be sports uh, athletes, whether it be businessmen, whatever the case may be, you have to have a strong why. It's why I do what I do on a daily basis. I wanna impact the world. I wanna help people who are s struggling and suffering with addiction and that's the only fucking way I've been able to make content every single day for the last almost four years. It's the only way that I put out this podcast two times a week. You know what I mean? Um, it's the only way that I talk with people on a daily basis that are struggling because I know my why. And I'll be straight up. There's some days where I don't want to put in the work. There's some days where I don't feel like doing certain things, but I know I have to because I remember why I'm doing it to begin with. If that why, if my why wasn't strong, there's no way I would have made it this far. You know what I mean? I also know how much further I want to go and how much work is ahead of me. And it doesn't scare me because I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. So we can apply this to ourself and use it as a driving force to not just stay away from, from negative habits, but also propel us forward to the goals and the dreams that we actually want. And that's really where your power lies. You know what I mean? You have to figure out your why. You have to figure out what the fuck drives you. What makes you tick, you know? What type of strong emotions do you have about certain subjects or certain areas of life um, that you wanna impact, that you wanna help? What type of people do you wanna influence? What type of things do you wanna do with your life? When you envision your best self, what does that look like? Five years down the line, 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, whatever, think big. Don't shrivel down and settle for mediocrity. That is not what life is about. That is not what sobriety is about. Not, not in my opinion, no fucking way, man. I mean, when I get on with coaching clients and, and I'm working with people, this is stuff that I work on. It's not just about staying sober. That's not good enough. We have to create a life that we're excited to, to live. And when you put your feet on the ground, What's your purpose? Why are you waking up that day? You know, um, it's okay to be in a position where maybe you don't like your job or you don't like your circumstances now. That's okay. I've fuck. I've been there. I think we've we've all been there, no doubt about it. But it's not okay to stay there. We have options. We have choices, and it's really important to make sure that we set ourselves up for success and that we're 
cultivating a healthy mindset in order to get to the place where we need to go. So I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, if you could rate this podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it, whether you're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, wherever you're listening to, I, I'd really appreciate it. And uh, listen, if you need help getting sober, I'm here for you. Um, you could reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. I hope you crush the day, and I will see you on the next one.